Red Motivators. Shit, yes. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 281 of the Bad Motivators. I, of course, am Eric Strathers, and with me, as always, is my excellent co-host, one Mr. Luke Cruiser. Hey there. So, listen, I'm just going to put this out there right now. I haven't watched Stranger Things, and the first person that wrecks it for me, including you, Cruiser... Are going to be in huge trouble. I have gotten so many questions. So, George, Stranger Things, yeah. Listen, I know why people are asking me. Uh-huh. Stop asking me. I'll, I'm doing my best. I'm just one man. And that's all I got to say. Oh, well, what are you saying? You saw something or something? No, I'm just. Okay. People okay. have asked me specifically, and then they mention uh-huh. casually, well, you know, I know you like Star Wars. And I'm like, okay, no, thanks for being so subtle. Um, so, anyhow, but one thing I was watching, and this is related to Star Wars, what I'm getting ready to say is the boys. All right. And if you're not, yeah. don't, don't worry. This is not going to be a spoiler for the show by any means. But in one of the first episodes of this season, I forgot to even bring it up. There's this lady who has worked her way into being, eventually being the CEO of Vought, the corporation that is behind all of these superheroes. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they make movies. They're like, they're in charge of superheroes saving people, but they also make superhero action films. And there's this director, and it, they're in the bathroom just banging like there's no tomorrow. Nice. And he, she's talking, like, t- talking down to him big time. And she says, You worthless piece of shit. Tony Gilroy had to come in and reshoot all your shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Hey, I know what that's a reference to. <laughs> and I've been meaning to bring it up and kept forgetting and kept forgetting. <laughs> that's and, good. And I'm like, that's that's pretty good. But she was doing it to turn him on. He that's his that's his jam. And so it's like, man, if that's your thing, man, I can hook you up with an ex-wife of mine. <laughs> oh, she'll put you down, not while you're having sex though. Yeah, but, but just uh, in general. Just, just in like, general. Just, you, just stand in there. Yeah, you'll be well, walking hard on all the time if that's your bad. <laughs> But so, how's everything, man? I know, I know, things have yeah. been pretty weird. Everything, everything working out. It's it's getting there. The there's there's a situation that's going on with my family, and I'm not really going to talk about it on here. But uh, it's uh, it's it's rough. But uh, I've got to see my family yesterday, and uh, lots of hugs given, and uh, tears shed. But we also uh, also went to a, a used bookstore, so it was pretty cool too. <laughs> Neat. No, no, there's a, there's a, if you're from, if you, at Purdue, there's a, which is where West Lafayette, Purdue is at West Lafayette. Anyways, um, in it, I should say there, there's a, there's a fairly famous bookstore there called Vaughn's and it's, it is a, uh, it's, it's as claustrophobic as a bookstore as it could possibly be. So it's all these tight rows and like, there's always like hidden little like areas and like, there's a basement and like there you and you like find books like up in like stacked up in like the masonry of the basement, and like uh-huh. all kinds of stuff. And it's like, they have literally everything there. So if you were ever to look for, say if you had some EU book from star Wars, you want to find, you could easily find it there. And uh, for me, there's a series of books called, uh, I'm sure some people listening will know what I'm talking about, uh, the Red Wall series, uh, which is by an author called Brian Jakes. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of like a young, young, young adult to, uh, um, to middle school level book, uh, about basically like medieval stuff, but it's, it's like, it's like, it's like animals. 
Mm-hmm. And but but like but like the stories are really good. And there's lots of songs in it. There's all this like crazy crazy descriptions of like feast and like everything. It's just really like an in depth fun read. And it's really good for kids and what who are grown, coming up and want to get into more complex reading. And uh, I, I I'm trying to collect them because I loved them as a kid and I wanted to get some for my get some more. And I found some more I didn't have. So I'm slowly build up that entire collection. Then this, this is going to force my children to, to love it because that's what we do as parents. <laughs> Yeah, that is what we do. You will like this. <laughs> this is all you're going to be exposed to. So you better just start liking it now, or it's going to be the worst day of your life. Yeah, you but, know. Uh, yeah, that, that's why. That's why that was fun, though. Before we jump into who got what, um, I did want to talk about. There's an item in the news uh, regarding the EU, actually, and that the um, Illinois. Uh, state, which is the state I live in, is uh, the corrections department of the state bought 600 copies of the Darth Plagueis novel. And oh. what they did is they distributed it around for whenever they arrest like somebody that's on meth and they're uh-huh. trying to get them to come down. They just give yeah. them this book and boom, they're yeah. asleep in like <laughs> 10 minutes. So the, you, You're saying it's the new methadone? Without it the, is. Without it, <laughs> it is. It's, it's specifically for meth heads who are just tweaked up to no end. Yeah. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, this guy. He's got him. He's got to mellow down so much that you think he's asleep. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Um, I love, well, you know I love what? that book. You know what we should do, man, now that I've yeah. completely angered a solid portion of our <laughs> fan base? Let's go ahead and do this little bit right here. Oh yeah, boy, that was loud in my ears. I was it? It was. It was soft in my ears. I wonder what I've done. I've done <laughs> something. What have I done? <laughs> but but <laughs> anywho, so I actually got some Star Wars stuff. Cool. Uh, Tell me. So we went. We ran by Target to pick up a pickup order for Amanda, and naturally Henry and I were not about to go to Target and not go look at the toys. Fair. And while we were back there, th- there was some uh, vintage collection, the three and three quarter figures, and uh, they were not even on peg hooks. I can't. I'm not sure what had gone on there. If somebody they, they didn't try to hide them, but like there was an empty bottle of A and W root beer on the shelf, and oh, so somebody was getting them. wild in the toy section. Yeah, is what you're saying, yeah, and uh, um, the the cards were a little beat up, but I ended up picking up Fennec Shand. Nice. Which I don't think I had. <laughs> There's a chance <laughs> I had it already. And uh, let's see. Uh, the Death Watch Mandalorian. Cool. And uh, oh, what's the other one? Help me out here. Come on. Amy, I, I don't, how could I possibly help you out? <laughs> I, I know. I'm, 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 I'm thinking, though, and I should have had this. Oh, Ahsoka Tano from, oh, nice. from The Mandalorian. Okay. And what's great about that is I realize as I'm holding them in the store, you know, I think I've pre-ordered these somewhere. And so (laughs) naturally I had. So I go and I look and not only remember me bringing this up a few weeks ago, I had pre-ordered it at GameStop and at Entertainment Earth. And so I used that opportunity to cancel both of those (laughs) and buy them at straight up retail price on the shelf and bounced out. So yeah, I got those and uh, I'm pretty... Pretty stoked on them, I guess. Uh, I the reason I got the vintage collection is because I've got the uh, the Razor Crest. Yeah, and uh, you know that stuff goes goes cool with that. Of course, Ahsoka was never around for. 
was gonna say, you sticking to the crest, canon or are you just mixing it up? Like, dude, it's like, doing like my a, thing, man. I'm just like go. living in denial. You're just and, making up your own fan theories. I did get a ship notification for something that I wish I had canceled my pre-order <laughs> for. And that was the George Lucas Stormtrooper. Oh, Because yeah. I ordered two of them, and I meant to peel it back to one, but mm-hmm. I forgot. And so, yeah, I'll be getting those from Entertainment Earth and their super saver shippings, which that means I'll probably get it probably around Star Wars Celebration 2023. Right, right, right. Which well, will be fine because I'll be home. I'll be home yeah. to get the package. I won't have to worry so. that I'll be overseas in London along with <laughs> all of our friends who are going, which congratulations on them. But that is what I got. What about you, man? Well, well, at least you have something you have something to look forward to while you're crying. Uh, whenever you're not, in, you know, that's a celebration. Um, I've already, I'm already used to that tragedy, so I'll cry less this time. Um, besides those Redwall books, I uh, I didn't get the Star Wars thing, but I did get a, 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 a new vinyl record. It's uh, was well, not new. It's anyways, it's from from a band called Lars Fredrickson and the Bastards. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're like a punk band. Um, Lars Fredrickson was he's a guitar player for Rancid. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyways, I, I like Lars a lot better than their lead singer. I don't like Rancid that much. But anyways, it's like really like Southern California punk. And I and, and I and and I loved it a lot when, when I was younger and I saw the vinyl and like and the and and when I went up there, uh when I went up to West Life to see my family, this reminded me of one of my family members. I was like, ah, I gotta get it because I was like listening to it a lot when I first moved up there and they were always coming, What the hell is that? <laughs> I'd be like, Hey man. Don't knock it till you try it. He's like, you know, it's not bad. I'm like, that's what I thought. Um, but <laughs> I like Rancid. Okay. Yeah. I I remember when Ruby Soho was on the radio all the time. I went yeah. and bought the CD that was on. That yeah. was probably one of the better purchases of my life. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with it Rancid, but really. I <laughs> I just prefer like when my favorite part of that band was Lars Fredrickson. Um He's 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 a, he's he's a wild one. He's calmed down a little bit, I think. He's got lots of tattoos on his face and all kinds of stuff. And anyways, that's what I got was a was another vinyl record to hang on my wall and not listen to because I don't have a record player. So Sweet. you know, <laughs> one of my buddies, he'll never hear this show, so it's okay. But I still won't mention his name. He bought a record player and was like super into it. So he was hitting up some stores and picking up some vintage vinyl and stuff. So yeah. he decides I want to get like a better cartridge for my tone arm. So he gets one and he goes to try to take the old one out and he does something and like the, the, the little cables and he ended up wrecking it. Oh no. Yeah. And so he's like, what do I do? And he was telling my buddy Lucas that you guys have heard me talk about. He was on an episode of that's metal. Uh, when we talked about running live sound and Lucas is like, just bring it to me, man. And if you're what what my friend ended up doing was just buying another record player. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that seems about right. But, it's amazing how quick, like, if you just don't know how to fix something, how quickly it devolves to I'll just fucking buy another one. It's it's it it's it's sad sometimes. You know, here's the thing, and I've realized as time has gone by that me knowing how to fix things has been a bit of a detriment to me because <laughs> I have crap laying everywhere that I'm going to get around to fixing and never get around to fixing. And then and you it, add more stuff to the neat fixing pile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh, it's like, uh-huh. I've got this bike and uh, I've been thinking about taking it to a bike shop and just letting them give it a once over. Yeah. But then I'm like, that could swiftly 
end up costing more than just going and buying a new bike. What yeah. should I do? Well, I'm not going to do it myself. So yeah. I guess I just won't be riding a bike. It's, it's, it's just a damn shame. Well, I'm, 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 there's, there's a, there, there's a good chance that I, I, well, I say a small to good chance that I'll, I'll soon be in uh, possession of a, uh, 1972, uh, truck. And, uh, and I, and I'm really good at, uh, like I've taken auto body classes. I know how to, I know how to do auto body and, and paint and do all that stuff, fill in holes, all that. So I can fix like any cosmetic damage that's on it. But like, I'm not what you would say, uh, a, a person who's good with combustion. <laughs> so like, so like if something doesn't work, I have to find somebody to like, tell me why it doesn't work mm-hmm. it's because like because i yeah, otherwise i'm just pulling wires you know what i mean yeah. like it like <laughs> so yeah it, i mean yeah. i've worked on my share of older vehicles but and that's back when you could work on them and i yeah. remember like going to the that's library say, at least it's an older mm-hmm. one so like actually it actually can be worked yeah. on unlike these yeah. new things where you can't do anything without f- frying something oh my god my buddy had one of those huge ram uh what was it called it was their giant, a huge Dodge SUV, but it was Durango. No, this was older and oh, it was okay. ginormous. Like you could saying. sit in the engine compartment with the engine and work on it just about. But that was we worked on that thing all the time. But that's back when you could go to the library and yeah. get the Chilton's auto manual for the the year of your vehicle. You weren't allowed mm-hmm. to make photocopies of it because that was a blatant disregard for copyright law. <laughs> So you had to take copious amounts of notes, and that's back before yeah. cell phones, where you could just take. I was going to say, man, I'd be freaking just t- snapping pictures of it yeah. now. <laughs> and like I had to, I replaced the timing belt on a, uh, a whatever stupid car that was I had at the time, and uh, it was that's intended to be done with the the engine out of the car. Just FYI, the timing I, belt. Yeah, I did uh, not have that option. Either that, or you take the entire quarter panel off did not have that luxury so i had to get really creative on lining up the the camshaft marks and the and uh didn't run very good after i got done which tells me i was off a little bit but you know what it's amazing how easy that is to get off all i had to do was get it running and then i sold it so if you bought that car my apologies um so anyhow anyhow uh, we did get some kind of neat Star Wars stuff, I suppose, in the form of. Guys, it sound like it sound like I'm getting ready to be uh, Wonder Twin Powers activate. Form of season two of Cassie and Andor. Uh, so Tony Gilroy, who we mentioned earlier, yeah. mind you, in his his excellent name drop in The Boys. I wonder if he approved that. Of course, I don't think you have to ask in a in a fictional show like that. I feel like he would laugh given given what he said about what he was walking into yeah. um, whenever he did come in. I, I doubt he really cares. Yeah. Because <laughs> he'd be like, that's what happened. I mean, <laughs> they had to call me. It was a shit sandwich. <laughs> so uh, he, okay, this was in Empire Magazine, by the way. And there was a pretty cool still that we got of, Andor looking just rad as can be. His hair's blowing in the wind. He's on a speeder bike. Yeah. Um, it looks really good, man. And uh, anyway, Tony Gilroy, he talks about the uh, shooting style for the first season and how that structure 
uh, led up to the second season. And what he said yeah. was, quote, directors work in blocks of three episodes. So we did four blocks of three episodes each. We looked and said, wow, it'd be really interesting if we come back and use each block to represent a year. So that's the deal. It's going to cover, that means what, if it's three blocks of, four blocks of three, right? That'd be four-year run across there. I think it's, yeah, yeah, football, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So So, so this is supposed to be five years before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting really excited for that show. That's Uh, next month, right? um, Yeah, I mean, because it is July now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's it's pretty close to two months still because it's at the very tail end of July or August. I mean, okay, you're just you just somewhere in Australia. Kathleen Neen's heart just burst a little bit. <laughs> Listen, she's such a trooper, man. She, that'll fly by for her. That's true. That's true. By the way, did you happen to see her and uh, Rick Villanueva getting a almost spat on Twitter? She she he uh, he goes he he shared that that picture. Of Cassie, you're talking about. He goes, he goes, he goes. Look at my boy. She responds with, "It's my boy," <laughs> and I just respond with a gif of like, you know, fight or something to let him fight. Here um, we go. And I was like, "Oh man, you can't be, you can't be, you can't be claiming Cap anyone but Catherine." Sorry, it's Catherine's boy. Listen, Sorry, Rick. I'm looking. I don't care at how the, much you look like him. <laughs> I'm looking at his smoky eyes in this picture, and I'm going to tell you right now, there's enough enough of Diego Luna to go around. <laughs> For everybody I thought you were going to say, he's my boy now. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I mean, I have, like, really um, revealed a lot about myself for some of these, some of hey, these things. But no. No, I'm not going to claim he's my boy. But, you know, okay. he is. He does look great in that. Uh, oh, who's yeah, the guy behind him? Um, like, well, that's what's I, I forget the actor's name. Uh, he's, he's the one that has, like, six kids in the entertainment industry. Oh, um, Starsguard. Yeah, Scarsguard. Yeah, Scarsguard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the dad. Uh, gotcha. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I think he's playing some sort of rebellion general. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, at first, I thought he was going to be imperial, but it might have been an assumption just because of his the way he speaks. But I don't know. Well, from the looks of that picture, he's a guy who plays the guy who's getting ready to tell you that he accidentally pooped his pants and needs to. <laughs> Can you stop? Back I got to go. Got to go right now. Yeah, that's the look <laughs> on his face right there. Yeah. Or it looks like he, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Just saw a person like making out hardcore with a dog or something. I don't know. He does. He looks <laughs> that would be kind of- very distressed. Why are picture. you letting him put his tongue inside your mouth? That's Why gross. Are you him- You're not Why, supposed stop. to do that. Don't do that. Stop. <laughs> uh, you stop right now. You like spraying with water bottles. You drive by. Yeah. No. <laughs> now speaking of the things that need to stop, this one right here. All right, you know we keep hearing news from Taika Waititi and his oh, his boy. upcoming ah. Star Wars movie, and now listen, Cruiser and I were talking about this in our production meeting, and we're starting to wonder if he's just trolling us mm-hmm. because you you know, if you'll recall you know, that Kathleen Kennedy said that it was it wasn't locked in, but they were looking at the end of twenty twenty three for his movie, maybe. And then he's gone on to say, well, I'm still writing it. I'm not even sure what the story is yet. And so now, as if all of that wasn't enough, he tells the New York Times, I don't know when this interview was. 
I just know that I'm reading about it right now. He tells them, when asked about said Star Wars film, and I quote, I'm trying to write the Star Wars idea at the moment. I've got to see how that goes, because once I submit it, that might determine when it gets made or if it or if it's get made. That's got to be it. If it gets made? Yeah, if it's get made. That's what it says in this that I'm reading, even. Yeah. So sorry about that. I kind of wrecked that because I just wanted to make sure I read it. Or if it's get made, even. So, okay. I, oh, that bums me out to think about if it gets made. And yeah. I would be shocked if it didn't. Because let's face it, Taika Waititi is one of those guys who, just based on his successes, I think you it would be a mistake to do what, like, what happened with, say, Lord and Miller, for example. Mm-hmm. I think that that, I mean, they don't, he's not going to come in and go bananas and no. and wreck the franchise. But I do think he's going to breathe life into it that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. It, or in ways we haven't seen, I guess that's what I really want to say. Well, the thing is, is about this, is I feel like he we've heard news of him writing it, you know, or, or have, having started it as far as like two years ago. So it's kind of like one of those things like, so there's at certain points he, he was like, he was like, I'm, it's, it's going to come wrong really well. I just got to do some, uh, some touch-ups and see where we're going. So I wonder if, because I was reading about his, his he, did, he did a conference on his, his strategy or his technique on how he writes something. He'll write something like full the way, all the way out, and then put it in a drawer for like four months mm-hmm. and, then come, and then come back and read it and then read it a few times, read it a few times more, and then just get rid of that and then write the bits that he remembers and then... And then gets that base story down and then adds all the embellishment to it. So it's almost like it's some kind of some kind of weird like character study you could do on somebody. Like the, the process which he goes through to do that. Like he literally makes himself only put in things that he can remember from when he read it. And just to see how that works with this idea that he's got uh-huh. going on. And I wonder, I, mean, I guarantee he's probably written a couple things and, and gotten rid of it and thought, and, you know, and people asked him about it. But I can also see him just continuously just trolling anybody who asks him about it. And Kathleen can say, well, we think in 2023. And for all we know, he could be, he could already be working on his final draft. He's actually really almost done and they're getting ready to start. You know what I mean? But in the meantime, he's like, he's, he's doing a lot of acting still and he's still directing a bunch of stuff. And, you know, he's doing all this, tor- this press for Thor. Thor, Love, and Thunder. So, like, I don't know, man. He's got a lot going on, so I can imagine it makes sense that he's not necessarily devoting all his attention to this, but at some point, he's got to. Right. If he's going to do it. Like, it's, right. it's not something he can just do that in 12 other things. He'll, he'll have, they'll have to settle. Yeah, it's you're, you got to dive in head first yeah. into it. Yeah. So... I hope he's just trolling us, and he's had his he's had his final copy in for a long time, and he's just waiting to uh, make small adjustments and just waiting for the some sets to start getting designed. You know, it's going to turn out that the whole movie's already been filmed and is in the can, yeah. and yeah, and then it's releasing this winter. <laughs> oh my! They're like God. Su- surprise! In 
August 30th, <laughs> Taika Waititi Star Wars movie. What? Just randomly drops. I hope it's like a Monday or something. Just oh my gosh, that'd be maybe. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, dude, the more I think about it, you know, some friends got to see the uh, Kenobi finale in IMAX. And, mm-hmm. you know, we know how people have seen like the entire thing mm-hmm. as a, I don't know how they did it, if they edited it end to end or if it was still just episodic. You know, the end of one credits roll, then the start of another or what, but to see it in the theater. I do miss seeing Star Wars on the big screen. I really like having it at home. I like that, that we can go with the format of the storytelling and all that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's uh, it would be good to have a movie. But man, oh man, I feel like I would rather them take forever in the, and make sure they nail it. But that's just yeah. me. Well, I mean, we already know of all this stuff. And we do talk about this before. We already know all the stuff they got coming out for TV. So there's a lot to keep us entertained. Right. And then they can, they can always do what you were talking about, where some places will do the IMAX releases of the whatever TV show that came out. And that's whatever. That's fine. But you're right. It would be nice to see an actual movie in theaters again. Um, but... And I, like I said before, I mean, you just said too, I'm willing to wait years. I don't really care as long as it's, as long as it's good. It's all as good and, and makes sense. And it actually is leading somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Well, so listen, let's talk about something shocking for a minute. Okay. And this is kind of out of nowhere. I know, but so I love checking out our friends uh, at bestbandbulletin.com for a lot of this news. And one of the ads on the site is for Lego, Luke Skywalker's Land Speeder. And this is the Ultimate Collector. What's it called? What's that series called? Hold on. The Ultimate Collector series. Which So it comes okay. in the, 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 like everything on the box is fancier. You know what I mean? It's got like a, a, a name tag most of the time. Yeah. It is 200 bucks. Nice. Now listen, I got to point out that it's not life size. It is still minifigure size. Oh, uh, uh, you know, which I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not shocked at. Actually, I take that back. It looks like it could be slightly bigger than minifigure size, but it's really tough to say. Yeah. But man, 200 bucks is a lot of money. Yeah, but that's starting to be the going rate for any decent Lego set. So I mean, yeah, you can you can you can still get some cool stuff between fifty and a hundred dollars. But it's if you want something that's got a lot of pieces or is really cool, you're looking at one hundred fifty plus most of these days. I mean, you've got like the Moss Eisley Cantina. It's three hundred fifty bucks, and that would be really cool to have. That's the uh, the same series. The, or that's the Master Builder series. Yeah. And it's dope. It is. There's a lot happening there. But I, I don't know. The, the Moss Eisley Cantina feels like something that would be cooler to like, if you were ever going to make a mini diorama, that's like something you would make. It'd be fun to do. Yeah. And 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 you would you would have lots of characters that would that you, in your collection that would fit in there. Just mm-hmm. because, you know, it just, that's a very popular moment in Star Wars. Um, it and, comes with a lot of minifigures from the looks of it, but... Um, it have to, because a lot of those are never featured again, those characters. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, if I make a... If I, if I, I don't know, I'm pretty jealous of your your buddy who owns a toy shop in his, in his uh, uh, port diorama he has. 
the hangar. Oh, wasn't that something, man? That was really cool. Yeah, it was. Oh my gosh, this comes with a... Wait a minute. I don't know if I trust this. No, Uh-oh. there's no way it comes with all of these minifigures. Wait, is it Schlego and you didn't realize? No, no, no. I'm on the official Lego site. So here's what the minifigure lineup looks like on this. Uh, two sand troopers, one wearing a black pauldron and one wearing an orange one. Nice. That's the shoulder thing. Oh, yeah. Walrus, the devil horn guy. Gotta the have devil horns. Bosque looking guy. Mm-hmm. The um, elephant nose guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, oh God, what's his name? Wait, you talking like you talking like the spy? Yeah, who like who like rats yeah. him out? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the he doesn't like you guy. <laughs> Obi Wan, Luke, C three PO, R two D two, Han Solo, Chewbacca. Um, oh, the dude that they've got like the the, the bat guy. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Greedo, Ajawa, Hammerhead, the bartender, and the uh, three of the, the musicians. So that's quite a few minifigures. I mean, still, it's 350 bucks, but this is yeah, a really neat set. Like, yeah, I mean, you, they, they have to give you a bunch. Like I said before, almost all of those are not going to be seen ever again in a movie. So, like, it's... Like almost all those bar people, they're they're yeah. not seen anymore. There is uh, also, if anybody's thinking, man, I should get Eric something. I'll tell you what he could get me, and that's that $800 Millennium Falcon. Because that is really cool. Really, really cool. That's one of those things, that's one of those toys that is that takes up way too much real estate, but I would totally find a way to make it happen if I could if I could get that big fucking Millennium Falcon. I'd make it I'd make it a coffee table or something. Like oh, just, dude. So it I didn't realize this. It has uh dang that thing's awesome. It has uh the minifigures that come with it, it's a new hope and force awakens. Or no, I'm sorry. It's, Empire Strikes Back. It's a whole the, the the Falcon. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of people too, right? Yeah. So for it, you've got um, old Han Solo, uh-huh. Chewbacca, Finn, Ray, uh, C3PO, young Han Solo, the uh, Empire Strikes Back era, young Princess Leia, Empire Strikes Back, a oh Minoc. Uh, BB-8, a couple of Porgs, and I don't think this comes with it. It's a full-size human holding the box or oh. holding the ship, built ship. So that, I don't think you good. get that. I think that's. I don't just really want to feed another person. Like I'm feeding no, right same, now. Same, same, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. last thing I need is somebody else telling me I'm, everything I do is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got a ten-year-old daughter to do that. So, uh, but anyhow, that's yeah, that's kind of cool, boy. I, I I can't afford to get sucked back into collecting. I just mm-hmm. I can't do it. No. For one, I've come to terms with the fact that I just don't have the room. But two, mm-hmm. I definitely don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Gigs drying up. Played this past weekend though, and it's funny. It's you know how I always tell you I'll have these moments where it's like. Oh, do I want to quit doing this? Am I sure? You know, and then mm-hmm. something will happen, and I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah." And it's true. funny because Joe and I are like so on the same wavelength. He turns yeah. to me and he goes, 
not going to miss this. This <laughs> drunk chick comes up and keeps trying to, hey, not the, not, not the finger lady. Waving down. Because she wants to tell you something. Well, I don't know if you can tell, but we're in the middle of playing. Yeah, we were and busy. I got yeah. words I got to sing. And I finally just told her, just stop. Just don't. She got me. Yeah. He kept pointing at his ears, going, I can't hear you. Go yeah. away. And he was, he's so nice about it up to a point. But man, I was ready to shoot that lady out of a cannon. <laughs> then a little <laughs> bit later, she's got her boobs out. And I'm like, Of course. You know what? Put those away. You, you've already ruined it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's no amount of boobs can fix this. I will tell you what, though. She's pretty aware. Of how life works because uh-huh. she's out there dancing around and trying to like get attention t- to her from us. Uh-huh. So she goes and gets the hottest chick in the bar <laughs> and wow. brings her up there to dance around with Pro her. And, move. Stuff. and I'm like, dang, okay, well, I mean, you're. Right. You're, I mean, you got, you're you're self aware. I'll give you that. Game respect game. Yeah. Know? So good on you. But anyway, yeah. So whenever <laughs> they come and try to talk to you while you're playing, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to miss this at all. <laughs> yeah. Later days. Oh, and somehow it was muggier inside than it was outside. Mm. Oh, it was thick, thick. <laughs> Lots of hot breathing going on in there. I Ugh, guess, dude. Ugh. No air moving, just swampy and just does people just hey and yeah. hey. Yeah. I was I was so glad hey, to you be done. band. But, play pour some sugar on me. We just did. We played again. I wasn't here. No. That's my song. I'll tell you what though, something we did do that was kind of nice in our last set, Joe's like, hey man, you want to just play all the metal stuff? I'm like, yeah. yes, I do. I'd like to, yes. Yeah, so we went ahead and threw the trooper in there. And um, yeah, oh, I love it. Anyhow, anyhow. Do you guys play any Metallica? No, no, we sure don't. And it's That's something sad. we talked about a ton of times. But the only Metallica thing we play is during the song Feels Like the First Time mm-hmm. by Foreigner. Mm-hmm. Is the, when it gets up to the bridge... So it's like, uh, let me think how it gets gets there. Um, let's see. Feels like the very first time. And and then it's uh boom 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 and it's feels like the first time, like yeah. it never been before. So anyway, the, that chord progression Beautiful. is exactly the same as the middle section of Master Puppets, that melodic thing where it's, it's got the da 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 it's it's still like I don't know if anybody even cares, but every time we get to it, I'm like, yes, yes, dude. The Master of Puppets album has some of my favorite metal melodic melodies, I mean, m- m- melodic tones. It's just like mm-hmm. it's just some like I mean, just pointing at Master of Puppets by itself, like it's yeah. just they, and and like and don't they eventually become that that part you're talking about? Don't they eventually both guitars play that same part? So what happens is it's harmonized. So yeah. one guitar is playing um, a third above the other guitar, and so I play, I play the high part in it. Yeah. 
That's the part I play, um, dude. You guys should play Master of Puppets on your last show. Oh my like, God. Like, 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 dude, let's just bring us this melt faces. Let's get I it. I would love one, to do one that. last time. <laughs> we actually booked a gig. Uh, yeah. Somebody called and they're like, "Hey, can you play this gig?" And on one hand, I would be like, "No, we can't." But it's before yeah. our scheduled final gig. Uh-huh. And it's um, uh, something they weren't sure they were going to have it, and they've just decided they're going to around here. It's not like where I grew up when they had they call it homecoming. It's mm. not like where it revolves around high school football. It's yeah. it's um, it, a lot of times these towns have their homecoming during the summer, and also oh, just like a like a town homecoming t- town fair is essentially okay. what, whatever it is where you know they've blocked off some of the street and there's rides or if it's at their fairgrounds if they have fairgrounds and stuff mm-hmm. but this town it's 15 minutes from where i live it's where the greatest taco bell in america is you know that's oh. got that that throne is possibly contestable at this point oh it's just not that another dark horse candidate has moved in but like many fast food places, they've had trouble hanging on to personnel that are oh, worth yeah. a damn. And uh, I mean, my, the quality of my food's always good, but I don't know, man. You, but like, but 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 you can taste the despair. Is what it, you're saying? It's like the <laughs> the magic's gone a little bit. I don't know. There's but, sadness in my taco. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, it's in that town more than usual, and it's that gig that I had a few years ago. Well, they just decided they're going to have it. They weren't sure if they're going to have it. Okay. And so then they called us and they're like, we're trying to throw this together. Do you want this gig? So here's the deal. It's uh, September 3rd, I think. Okay. It's 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. So standard four-hour gig length, but done at 10. And I'm 15 minutes from home. But here's the best part. (laughs) Nice. $800 a man. Uh, nice. I was going to say, I hope it involves dollar signs. That is a very good pay and cover gig, just FYI. Yeah, you know, that's especially compared to what you have been getting. That's incredible. So, well, I mean, we make good money for a cover band anyway. Yeah. But 800 bucks a man? Yeah. Dude, if done, it was 800 bucks a man, done. I'd probably just keep playing. Yeah. Hell, I'd probably I mean, quit my normal job. I was going to say, if you're making like, if you have like multiple shows a week where you're getting $800 a gig, that's freaking doing well, my friend. Yeah, it is. One yeah. of my buddies is doing that somehow. I don't know how he did it. But anyhow. I mean, I mean imagine if you, if you did this th- j- just three of those a week, that's $2,400 a week. Like, ah, imagine. It, 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 playing in bands is tough, though. It does. It like, it wounds your soul. A little bit. Yeah, but that's, yeah, but that's, that's, that's also ten grand a month and one hundred twenty grand a year. So I'm just I'm, yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> that. But it's then you got to factor in like the rehearsals and all that stuff if you do them, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's just it's y- tough. Yeah, but if you could do it with just the songs you just know, but if you're falling asleep right now, like I mean, sure, it might kill your soul a little bit, but I mean, money talks, baby. <laughs> that is true. You know. <laughs> this is the true with any job. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. The amount of BS that you can put up with is directly proportional to how much you get paid for putting up with said BS. Yeah. So don't be surprised whenever you hear a fast food worker cuss out his manager 
uh, more than once. He didn't get fired the first time uh, because they're getting paid less than $10 an hour. And they're just like, I don't have to deal with this shit. I can go wherever and make more than this. Yeah. <laughs> so if you hear, if you hear a yell in the back, just ignore it. Don't yeah. do anything about it. It's just, it's, that's, 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 that's going to be the new normal pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, I once I mean, had. I'm sorry, real quick. When I was a little kid, I went to I went to Hardee's uh, uh, during uh, uh, like like trick or treat. Like they would like hand out cookies or something mm-hmm. like something like that. And we went in there, and this lady had came in through the drive through, and and then like something was wrong, so she came in, and she's like sitting there, arms folded, she's all pissed off. And there's this young kid that worked probably like 15 or 16. And I guess you guys sit, sit, sit there too long. These are over fucking ham. All these these chocolate chip cookies. All these kids keep rushing in in their their costumes that their mom made them. And and she goes, "Is there a manager I can? There's I can speak to or a phone number I can call?" He goes, "Yeah, one eight hundred. Stop being a fucking bitch." <laughs> I'll never forget it as long as I live. I was like nine years old, eight years old. Oh. <laughs> Is it one of those deals? And then when you took off his glasses, you realized he was Superman. He gave you the like, wink. Like I, I, like she was just stunned. She just turned around and left. Golly, left. that would be pretty epic. One eight hundred. Don't be a fucking bitch. <laughs> you know when I was. <laughs> <laughs> we had this lady that used to come in. So I worked in this little two aisle grocery store when I was young. I know I've mentioned mm-hmm. it several times. Araj makes fun of me for constantly mentioning, you know, I work at a church. Yeah. <laughs> One of the reasons I bring that up is because not everybody listens to every episode of the show. Also, sometimes it adds it adds some detail to the story you're getting ready to tell. Yeah, because I only bring it up when it's pertinent to what I'm getting ready to say. Yeah. Right. But it's you know not everybody listens to every damn episode of the show. So also it's a big, also it's a big part of your fucking life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you know Raj is Persian? He probably you oh. probably never heard him mention it. I'm did, just kidding. Did, did, did you did you did you know that he has a uh, what was it that that a sweat that a sweater Terry that cloth, he saw Terry cloth shirt. yeah Terry Terry cloth shirt they saw Jessica Alwyn. She said you know that yeah she said she liked it. Yeah. Have you have you have you heard that up besides just one time just the one time he told the story. You know what? If I would tell that story all the damn time, <laughs> no, no, no shit. So I, I, I am kind of this work yeah. myself to a corner to, to to be on your side. Now I'm regretting my choices. So uh, I worked in this little two aisle grocery store, and there was this lady that who walking her. She walked all the time, and she would disappear for months on end. And they called her Crazy Mary because her name was Mary, and she she was she had major problems. And somehow this is completely unrelated. She ended up running for public office. Wow. And they put her on the ballot because nobody knew any better. I mean, right, she Mary. wouldn't violate any rules, and suddenly she's on the ballot. She's a, Does she win? No. God she's God. incredibly mentally ill. and I, anyway, I know, but can you she, imagine? She, she, oh, dude. But she was like, tr- her mom lived in but in, in the in town, but she was like a transient. She'd take off and hitchhike around the country and stuff. But anyway, I remember one time, she came in the store, and my boss would tell me, when she comes in, stay up at that register because, you know, and I'm like, yes, sir. And she's right. back in the back at the deli counter ordering some stuff. And she's ordered some Colby cheese, you know, the big round yellow. Oh, that's good stuff. And we're slicing it off. And he gets, opens up a new one. And I hear him going, oh, hey, let me get this new one open. And she goes, no, 
why don't you use the old one? Nobody, you know. And she starts yelling and she comes walking down and she has this can of soup and she sets it on the counter and just flings it along the counter at the register, which my hand is right by and I moved it just in time. I'm 16. And she goes, yeah. you know, they only, they always kill the good looking ones. And, and I'm like, <laughs> What? Is that cheese? Am I about to die? I, well, I, I knew she wasn't talking about me, but it's like it was in relation to that cheese somehow. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh my uh, god, I don't like, 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 like. Was she saying because like it was it was gonna be thrown away and not get a brand new one or something that you're uh, just killing? Uh, like I, she had a really she had she must have pretty much been back to check on that cheese often. Yeah, and then and then you are just gonna throw her throw it away. That's that. I mean, I yeah. get it. You shouldn't waste good good Kobe. Good Colby Jack cheese. That's yeah. uh, that's some good stuff. I just uh, I don't know what that was all about. I'm I mean I I, I see your point. You were getting ready to waste perfectly good Colby Jack cheese, and therefore you deserve suit be poured on your hands. We wouldn't. So we had Colby cheese and we had Colby Jack cheese, and we wouldn't waste it. We would take the ends of the the stuff and like put it in this thing and use it to make cheese salad. We made mm-hmm. our own cheese salad. And oh and uh, ham salad, which FYI, ham salad is not all ham. <laughs> Lots of bologna in there. Yeah, well, I mean, you you cut it up fine enough; it could mix in. Yeah, chicken yeah. salad. We made all that ourselves. It was pretty great. Boy, I learned pasta a lot salad? About, about foods. Nope, didn't make any pasta salad. Boy, I learned a lot mm. about food safety. <laughs> OSHA? Not really. So, dude, there's nothing like getting a one gallon jug of mayonnaise. Oh. Open it up fresh. Oh, you think the first scoop of peanut butter tastes good out of a jar? Try mayonnaise. Yeah, when when you're just holding up a one gallon can of mayonnaise right up to your mouth, straight from the tap. I mean, how could life possibly be better <laughs> from the tap? <laughs> yes, boy, this podcast has <laughs> devolved big time. Uh, so, what else is happening out there, man? I mean, we. Well, uh, I mean, I watch Stranger Things, unlike you. Um, the, the, watch your step. <laughs> so this, this, and this happened. Um, <laughs> you watch your step. I'm trying, man. I know it's I all got, right. It's I all got right. kids who won't go to bed. They seem to think that since it's summertime, they can just stay up until forever. Well, to be fair, those episodes, those episodes of season are long as hell. Yeah, that is and, true. Too. And the and the very last episode is like two and a half hours itself. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. So good luck to that. Yeah. Um, it's a banger. But the uh the whole but um uh what was I gonna say? Anyways, and and the um, and the new season of the Umbre- Umbrella Academy is out too, and I wanna watch that. That's a that's a show that's a show my wife and I actually watch together, so I can't watch it without her. See, so, that's our problem. Is yeah. we're watching Stranger Things together and we can't watch it without each other. Well, I'm sure you'll find a way to watch it before you record the Sith list. <laughs> I probably won't. <laughs> Because that's two days away. Oh man! I, bet, I you know I go back. Raj is gonna be like, "Oh, you son of a!" Bitch. I'll just I'll just bounce off the show before they get to that part. I'll say you later days. There's thirty five of you here. You, certainly, you can handle it without me. Oh my god! They wouldn't even notice <laughs> if I could just like freeze my screen and just sit yeah. there. Yeah, they oh, wouldn't have any idea. Just do what they did on speed. You know what I mean? Just like just like record like a yeah. like a loop of you like moving a little bit and then. Just walk away and go get a sandwich or something. Raj would be like, listen, Wildcat, I don't need you telling me what happened in the boys because I watched it. Well, pop pop quiz, hotshot. Yeah. 
But but this is what happens when there's nothing to talk about. What a great movie Speed was, man. I love that movie. I never never even actually watched the second one. I'm like, why? There's no reason to. Sandra Bullock was just, I had the worst crush on her, man. I mean, um, she she can still get it, man. Yeah, I love yeah. her. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was the premise of that movie was ridiculous, but uh, it was fun. I mean, I mean, I mean, seriously though, Keanu Reeves is the hero, perfect. Sandra Bullock as the hero slash woman in distress, and and Dennis Hopper as the bad guy all day long. I'll watch this. Yeah, all day long. <laughs> Dennis Hopper was something else, man. If you've never seen Blue Velvet, you should definitely see it. You're only you're you'll only watch it once. I can pretty much guarantee that. But it's definitely <laughs> worth seeing. Yeah, he carries around this oxygen mask. Yeah. That's plugged because he uses it to asphyxiate himself. Nice. Yeah, because he's doing it to like get high. And he I, has I this you. line where he tells this lady, never mind, I won't tell you. Just have to watch it. <laughs> never mind, I won't tell you. Yeah. Change my mind. Yeah, you, Minds are chased. You just yeah. need to go hunt that down. But he yeah. was also in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Mm. And if you've never seen that, man, oh, man. It is what the kids call a scene a because scene. I'm not sure many kids are saying a scene. I'm pretty sure it's the kids that are born in the seventies are saying a scene. You know, I was wondering how you would like to kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I'll just put that out there. God, I hate you. So I was just trying to be, I don't know. Uh, add some, just you know, putting a little, putting a little spice on it. Here's Anyhow, that, you, 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 you were just trying to be, as the kids would say, lit. Yeah. He. So here he is. He's Dennis Hopper's great in that movie. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many great moments in that movie, like the 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 patriarch of the psycho family, and they're entering all these chili cook-offs with the meat <laughs> is people, and he's like. I remember him telling a guy, he's like, bites down on something hard in the chili. It was a bone. He goes, ah, it's a hard shell peppercorn. I I remember that so well. But Dennis Hopper shows up and he's at the, first he's at the chainsaw store asking if he can test them out. And he's out there like wailing away on these trees and holding with one hand and the chainsaw store owner is like, stop it. (laughs) No, his, he was like, he was was about it. He was really excited. Anyway, he shows up and he says, (laughs) <laughs> boys 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 you never should have been doing this it's like that is the understatement of the year and the guy's like who are you and he says i'm the lord of the harvest and the old man goes or is that some kind of hell food stores <laughs> it is quite the film and dennis hopper is what made it enjoyable it really is he was in uh in a easy rider right yeah yeah. yeah. He was also in the movie that I've talked about a whole bunch of time, times called River's Edge. And uh, so, okay, you know, you ever saw, remember the song by Seven Mary Three? I was going to say, that's all I thought of was Seven Mary Three when you said that, but, I, but that was Water's Edge. Go down to the water's edge. Yeah. I didn't do it, but I saw who did. <laughs> but it's, so it's, it's, that's kind of the story of the movie. And, uh, uh, Crispin Glover's in it, and he's one of my favorites in there. Huh? But he, so it's about this guy who he's like this real weird, strong, barely talks kind of guy. He strangles his girlfriend. 
down by the river. And they're trying to figure out what to do about it. Yeah. And uh, anyway, it's a whole thing. But Dennis Hopper's in there and he plays this guy named Feck. Feck? Because they're all going over to get some Feck weed. Because he gets the good stuff. And he has one Feck. Feck. And he has one leg. And what happened was, is he tells the story about how he was in a motorcycle accident. Mm -hmm. And he's laying there on the ground Mm -hmm. and realizes that his leg got, you know, came off during the wreck. And he sees sees the ambulance coming down the road and it runs over his leg. (laughs) And he's like, well, there went my leg. And he sees a can of beer on the ground and he picks, I feel like that's what happened. He picks it up and drinks out of it. But he's pretty great in that movie. To I thought that, that would be painful. You just lost your leg. Like, oh no, it's still there on the road. Maybe we can reattach it. Yeah. Amos runs it over. Well, but there, that was fun. One of the things I love about Crispin Glover in that movie is he gets brought in for questioning because what happens is, is they stay up. They're trying to figure out what to do because they can't figure out. They don't really want their friend needs to come clean, I guess, is what they okay. are ultimately hoping for. But anyway, he's trying to stay up all night, taking speed, and he drives a VW, and he falls asleep at the wheel at a stoplight. And he's awakened by the police knocking on his window. Because what had happened is when he was asleep, he'd let his foot off the brake and just coasted across the intersection and was stuck on a curb. They take him in, and he's and in there getting questioned, and he's his typical Crispin Glover, listen, man. <laughs> I want my phone call. I know my rights. If you get arrested, you get a phone call. And he said, well, you're not under arrest. He goes, oh, sweet. See ya. And he gets up. <laughs> Later. Yep. Oh, so good. Oh, so speaking good. Of, of movies with a ridiculous premise that I, I'm sure I mentioned it before, and I'll keep mentioning it until people tell me they've watched it because I genuinely love this movie. But when you hear the cast and hear the premise, you're like, what? Have you ever seen The Edge? The Edge. Not the Not the – Guitar player. The movie The Edge. What happens in it? It's a bear movie. Like about like a like a bear attack movie. I guess not then. It's like a manhunter. It's got stars stars uh Alec Baldwin and um uh Anthony Hopkins. Okay. And Anthony Hopkins is Anthony Hopkins is like a a rich dude who's really, really smart and he's he's married to like a like a like a young hot model. And uh, and she's actually she's actually a f- famous model. I I can't think of her head off the top of my head, but you'll see like, oh yeah, I know that chick. Um, and Alec Baldwin is the the model's photographer, right? And they're like they're buddies and whatever. And so, um, anyways, so Anthony Hopkins always suspect that something's going on between the photographer and and the and his hot wife. And so they all go on this trip to Alaska, and. The premises, they are like, oh, we're gonna go out for a flight tomorrow night and the, tomorrow evening. No, no, it's morning. Just kind of, you know, see the island and do some things. And they run into a patch of birds and their propellers, right? Uh-huh. And they, it's like it's like a two engine plane. And they and 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 they and they crash land. And it kills the pilot and whatever. And they get out, and all of a sudden, like like, a, like the next day, like like so, like somebody's wounded, so they get blood in the air or whatever, and. And they and they and they're and they starts off and they're, they're around a fire at night. And all of a sudden, there's this big ass bear just sitting there and just grabs one of them, just throwing them all around the place. But like it, the the premise sounds ridiculous. Like Alec Baldwin and Anthony Hopkins in, in a, a bear movie where they're being hunted by this man killer bear. Bear. 
and but that's but it's brought up my alley. Like I love shit like that, but it's so good, and they're acting the shit out of this movie, and 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 like the the, the whole like side story of, of like, are you fucking my wife thing, and like everything else going on, and then they're forced to like work together. It's really really good. So here's the deal: if I had written that movie, mm-hmm. the husband would have trained that bear. <laughs> And it was a long con to get the guy there <laughs> and have the bear eat him. Um, dude, I'll tell you what. I think Anthony Hopkins could be a good Chief Palpatine if needed. Yeah. So, I mean, that that checks out. Uh, yeah, training that bear. <laughs> that made me think of something, and now I'll be damned if I can remember it was what the it famous was. Bear, it, it was the famous, like, Bart the Bear who did all the movies and stuff. That, that was That's who that was. I remember, he was famous bear. He was the famous bear. <laughs> Dang it, now I don't remember what I was going to say. Talk- oh, you know what? I remember what I was going to say now. Is this okay. is starting to turn into that episode of Parks and Rec where they're trying to watch the debate and they've got all of it, but somebody forgot to pay the cable bill. So Andy's up there telling the stories and movies going, will you help us? No. <laughs> Did you bring any gun? Or- Did you bring any weapons? No. <laughs> Didn't know. I know I, I'm I'm a fan of I'm a I'm a big fan of his Roadhouse explanation <laughs> act out. He like, didn't really on. say that. That's subtext. That's subtext. When he tells a story of but the movies, that's the whole movie. It's called yeah. Babe. You should see it. It's awesome. I feel like I already have. <laughs> God, that's such a good scene, man. Oh yeah. my gosh, we're going through watching Community again for like the millionth time, and. uh Man, I got to tell you, there are some super endearing moments in that. And uh, I don't know that <laughs> one of the best episodes, God, this is the most random episode of the motivators ever. <laughs> one of the best happens. episodes is this the flashback episode. Okay. But it's flashing back to stuff that's never been in the show, <laughs> but they treat it like it totally has. Oh my God, yeah. that was like that time we went to that old west ghost town yeah and all these things keep happening but none of that has ever been in the show before then but they sure make it seem like it is it's so good that's cool they they have this thing where how they you can take the song gravity by uh sarah uh Morales and put that to yeah. any footage and it makes it look like the two people are in love <laughs> that was the <laughs> that was the whole gist of it just add some slow motion shots uh, I, I have a I have a quick uh, what you what you like what you let your kids watch things. Um, do you let your kids watch Stranger Things at all? No. Yeah. No. I was gonna say yeah. no. That's that's too intense for a man. Like I know some kids uh, can will watch stuff like that and be okay. okay. But, but like for me, it's a personal thing. I know when I was young, uh, horror stuff used to scare the crap out of me yeah. and where I would be awake for like three days. I just could not sleep. I was tortured by my yeah. own psyche at night. If I had watched a horror movie yeah. and I, I, they've got their whole life to be, yeah. Uh, to, to, to learn to enjoy being scared. That's they got the whole rest of their life. That They're scared well, of enough crap already. I mean, my God, it storms and neither one of them will go to sleep. Well, I think like like I I think that's something I let my my like my thirteen or fourteen year old watch. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like like for one, they would they would feel like relatable to the characters and stuff because their age groups, you know, right. Um, but 
But I mean, it, there is some genuine like scary shit that happens in that show, and it's and, and gory and just like overall, mm-hmm. just like the the whole stress of the situation is extremely mm-hmm. high. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. while it's like thrilling for a couple oldies like you, you and myself, uh, it's uh, I can see how a kid like, oh my god. Um, yeah. But well, and when the stakes are high and the weight of it is all on these kids in a very real way, not in yeah. a Scooby Doo sort of. way. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh. oh, so there's. I follow this this woman that, uh, that I follow on Twitter. She's awesome. She's been on the Holy Swift podcast tons of times. Uh-huh. Uh, Zara Libson. She's written the book, some books. She's she's great. She actually sent my little girl a, a, one of the Taylor Swift cardigan sweaters. Nice. Uh, she had pointed out that <laughs> Scully is always wrong on the X Files. She said that. X Files and Scooby Doo are the exact opposite, because in okay. X Files it's always supernatural is the answer, and in Scooby Doo it's never the answer. Yeah, I'm like, that is an astute person right there to come up with that observation, because yes, it is the exact opposite of Scooby Doo, <laughs> or somebody who just watched a whole bunch of X Files and Scooby Doo, you know, yeah. or like and like can't let them go, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the oh, good man. days. You know, a, a Star Wars movie or or series or something that was along the lines of like the X-Files or where it's just completely mysterious. Of course, you know, you've got the Force. It exists in that universe. So that kind mm-hmm. of flips things around. But, man, you could get into some really weird stuff. Like eventually, you know, the Witches of Dathomir will end up in there and uh, – Man, you could do so much creepy stuff with that. It would be interesting to see some of the magical elements they had in the Clone Wars be brought into live action more. And maybe it has a little bit. I just missed it. But like, it's really just been Force stuff that I've seen. But and I know that's a part of the Force, but it's different. Um, I, I I do wonder if they would ever do that and what that would look like if it would be like super dumb or like, you know, actually work with all of it. Because then we'd be, and then again, one of those things I wonder people like, well, how do you want to explain it? And like, I'm tired of explaining things anymore. Um, but <laughs> uh, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, that magic stuff was cool. I, I think that, I, I think I like Dathomir more in, uh, um, what's the video game that he, that we put Dathomir on. I always forget the name of the video game. The Jedi recent- Fallen Order? Yeah, fall in order. I'm t- terrible with names. Plus, this weekend's been terrible. Uh, my brains, all guys are scrambled. Um, but they went to Dathomir, and I and while I liked it, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in there. It's it's also one of those one of those places where it starts to become very Tatooine like, even though it's a red planet because everything looks the same. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, I was yeah, like to see it even when it came up in Rebels. It still had that same that same vibe. Yeah, it was a whole bunch of red, and then every once in a while you see some magic green sprinkled in there. Yeah, yeah, dude. Mother Talzin's voice, though the voice actress that does it, that is scary. Yeah, who who was I? I'm 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 having a like a, another memory loss. Who was she supposed to be? Like the the was was she was the mother of Darth Maul, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got, I'm trying to remember that if that was canon and then made not canon. I can't remember anymore. But that whole that whole thing is interesting, and I wonder if they would ever be able to showcase his knowledge of that stuff because there's because they got that gap with Darth Maul, right? 
between you mean between his torso and his legs yeah yeah well that, well, that one's always there um, <laughs> there's the thigh gap and he there's thigh gap and he's got torso gap um so <laughs> that was terrible um the the uh the time between solo and rebels right that's quite a few years still uh-huh do you think they're do you think they have any interest in going into that and do you think it would probably be in being be animated since they're not really going forward with any of the solo stuff Hmm, that's a good question. Man, the thing is, I would love to see that stuff in live action. Uh, yeah. I think the elements of it, especially the weirder you get, the easier animation makes it. Yeah. Right? But but then you've also got the thing, like, if they're not going to use Ray Park anymore. Yeah, and for good reason. Well, And I mean, that's an if. I don't know. I'm not on the inside of that. But if you're not going to use Ray Park anymore, uh, what does that do? with the character of Darth Maul. I don't know. I don't think it wouldn't be a deal breaker for me by any stretch of the imagination, but what would that be for anybody else? I, I It actually no might idea. be better because, because Ray Park isn't what you would call a fantastic actor. <laughs> he was a, he was a very good, very, very good martial artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, knew all the, all the, all the cool moves he does at every con he ever goes to. Um, but, it might actually end up being better if they got somebody who was a, a better actor uh, to play like all the talking parts, and then, and then you know, we you know. I mean, they 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 freaking did it to him in in both the solo and Phantom Menace, replacing his voice, right? So yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he knew that. Yeah, ahead of time, I don't think it was a James Earl Jones situation. But, yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is, is if they ever want to have like, a, because that kind of stuff between those two moments, those two moments in time is a lot more, is a lot more nuanced time for Darth Maul where like, he's really like focusing on things. He has to be used he, he's not, he's being doing less fighting and more like exploring and like governing of a crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there has to be lots of moments where he's very serious and giving very serious dialogue and stuff. So they might have, they might have to replace him anyways if they went through with it yeah. my question is do you think they would go as bold as to like just put sam witwer in there to do all the acting and then do somebody else cut in to do all the acrobatic stuff probably not i, I wonder I the reason i say that is i don't think sam witwer is very tall either is ray park ray park's incredibly short is he yeah, he's like five five, five six, something like that. Really tall at all? Yeah. Well, you keep talking, and I'm going to look that up to verify. I, I mean, he he's definitely not any taller than he's not taller than me, and I know Sam Witwer is about between my height and six foot. So five foot nine, Ray Park. All right, Sam Witwer, look it up. What's the I'm height? I'm working on it. No, I'm not. I could keep talking, but I'm 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 just gripped by the the Google search at this point. Here's the deal: six uh-huh. one. So, okay, so there you go. I guess I was wrong. Maybe. Who am I thinking of that's short then? There's a, mm. a voice actor, Star Wars, mm-hmm. who does like like more of the badass voice, and he's short. Who am I thinking of? Is that the is 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 the guy who does all the clones' voices? Is he short? Um, I don't think that's uh, who I'm thinking of. But regardless, this is terrible, yeah. terrible this, podcasting. This terrible podcasting. But um. So they could do it then, or maybe, or maybe you could say, "Now he's too tall, too tall." Whitwer. Yeah, <laughs> that that could be it. Yep, he's definitely that 
four inches height difference. It's just yeah. not getting it. <laughs> that's that's what I've been told my whole life. But anyways. <laughs> Good Lord. You are setting them up. I'm just here to knock them down. That's, that's all That's true. That's true. You know? So uh, th- completely unrelated, but while we're talking about like horror things, a friend of mine, Sam, she was tweeting about watching the movie Jennifer's Body. And I'm going to tell you, if you've never seen that, I know the premise seems really dumb, but it is a great movie. Okay, I've heard I, that. Megan Fox, it's fantastic in it. She's funny. The It's gory. There's a lot of action in it, but it's dude, just some of the lines in there will have you rolling. Uh, it's very good. It is very, very good, and I highly recommend it. And she was talking about how her husband watched it and gave her the, well, I can see why you would enjoy that. That was his take on it. And I was oh. like, well, you guys had a good run. <laughs> and we're done It's now. very good. Yeah. <laughs> There's one where she's, so the whole story is that she gets possessed by this demon, right? Yeah. And it's basically what happens because she's dead. And, okay, let me just paint you a picture. Here's Here how we, Oh, my God. Here we go. We're going. This right. band kidnaps her. A band? Yes. Because band on the run? That's what you're saying here? Well, it, sort of. Because <laughs> the whole premise is, is this band has tried working with managers and stuff. But what they've realized they really need to really push themselves over the edge to be successful is to essentially make a deal with Satan. Oh, okay. Worship Satan. So they've got to sacrifice a virgin. Okay. Well, she's not a virgin. Okay, well, I mean. She talks about, she's like, I don't even, how did she phrase it? I don't even have my backdoor virginity anymore, thanks to <laughs> thanks to Neil or whatever his name was. She goes, I had to go home and sit on a bag of frozen peas. Oh, um, good Lord. But anyway, there's a scene where her friend, uh, she's like in the air, like levitating. Okay. And this guy goes, oh my God, is she flying? <laughs> And she says, she's just levitating. It's not that impressive. And she's like, you're always shitting on everything I do. It's just, just <laughs> that's just my brand of humor right there because that's what it is like in real life. <laughs> that feels like the comedy that you would have heard in, um, uh, what's that movie with uh, Meryl Streep, Bruce Willis, and uh, Goldie Hawn where they, where, where they both die, but, but, they, but, but they took this potion where they couldn't die and they like the body parts kept falling off. They kept like gluing them on and stuff. Oh, I don't know. I've never... Is it... Is it oh, oh, you know what I'm talking about? It's like from no. like the like late 80s, early 90s. It's like oh, over her dead body or something like that. Nope. I can't remember. Somebody's screaming at me now, but... But like that was that kind of humor. Like like they were both like one was the wife and one was the mi- the mistress of Bruce Willis, and they and they would always have these 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 crazy like they would do these stupid things, and then the other one would like oh outdo them for no reason, and it was things that should make that a normal human cannot do because they can't bend that way or like it breaks off or something like that. I don't know. It's just same kind of vibe, huh? Yeah. Well, no, over her dead body. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing at this point. I've been guessing for this whole episode, if I'm honest. Yeah, dude. I, none of anything I've said has been confirmed or <laughs> researched whatsoever. I've never even seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. I don't even know. Oh, who oh you, you made it up? You went on the, went on the, off the cuff there? Yep. That's pretty did, impressive. Total, totally crazy. They should make that one. <laughs> well, listen, guys. I think that the writing's on the wall here on this one. So mm-hmm. <laughs> if you think this was great. And I know you didn't, but go check out patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators. We 
are crushing it over there. Yeah. So, Nito, yeah. comma, Benito. Also, <laughs> check out T Public. And what's the story with Redbubble? Get anywhere with them? Well, they sent me a whole bunch of responses to my, uh, hey, take this down, fuckers. It's ours. And like, I, it, I think it required a whole bunch of steps. I started getting cross eyed and I was like, oh, I don't know. It's just like, just take it down. It's clear. We clearly, you could see it. You could see that we posted it first. You could see it. <laughs> That's all. That's all you need to do. Yeah, yeah but God. no, I, I, I didn't. I, I, have, I haven't checked. I was so mad after that. I just kind of like pushed that out of my mind, so I didn't have to keep reliving. The, like, oh man, people are are stupid, low enough to sell our artwork. What the hell is that? <laughs> What's the world come to? They figured we we're making that huge, huge podcast <laughs> money. They need to get a cut on that. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we almost make enough right now to pay for hosting almost we're so <laughs> close, close. i mean close. that's on patreon too yeah yeah, so yeah this yeah. costs money <laughs> but um anyhow oh anyhow. by the way um if you are watching this uh we're trying out this whole deal with the video of the podcasts so if you like this cool if you don't i'm still put it up there anyways because why not? yeah and so, hey guess what the 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 two dollar patrons are getting this too correct yeah yeah. yeah. So it, yeah. So if you just wanna, if you wanna see our smiling faces and still support the podcast just a little bit, you can do two dollars and I'm gonna start get selling it, like, ad space right here. When you're in Mount Carmel, Illinois, make sure you visit Taco <laughs> Tierra, home of the Sancho. Tell them Eric Sancho they won't know who what you're talking about, but I did. <laughs> you can't pay for advertising like that. That is good press. Right Tell there. them Eric Sancho they won't know what you're talking about. Yeah. We'll, we'll, they'll, they'll give you the same price as everybody else. Yeah. 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 That's your damn right. That's all you can ask for. Yeah. Yeah. But anyhow, but anyhow, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at bad underscore motivators if you want. But let's face it, you've already seen it. Just make sure you retweet the show. Tell your friends. Give us a five star review. Help us get the word out there because more people need to be hearing this. Yeah. Totally ace content. I mean, how many here. movies did we suggest this episode? A yeah. good seven. You know what I'm saying? So. And and they were thorough, thorough analysis as to why, you know. Are you bringing any weapons? <laughs> uh, anyhow, <laughs> well, there's really nothing left to say except sweet man. Well, hey, I think Taylor Swift is awesome. And until next week, we are out of here. Goodbye. The bad motivators. <laughs>